We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Final hour to get right. We're Reggie KG on 105. Three of the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Already? I know, right? That's what happens when you're having fun. Regal Mendoza holding it down for you on your turn it on. Leave it on station. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. The truckrate.com text line 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053 if you want to get in on the conversation. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg Atatula. Going to get you caught up on the latest headlines on this Tuesday. Before we get into some random thoughts. On this evening, stars in action in Chicago. They're handling business right now. They are up 4-1. to one. In fact, it is a final in mm. Chicago. Stars get the win 4-1 to one over the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, shout out to Joe Pavelski, Colin Miller, Tyler Sagan, among others, getting the goals tonight for the Stars as they win 4-1. to one. Over Chicago. They get two goals in the first, one in the second, and one in the third to get it done there. So the Stars, of course, sitting uh, close to the top of the Western Conference standings. In fact, an updated look at the West standings going into tonight's action overall in the conference. Your Dallas Stars were sitting at, oh boy, things have kind of, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Because you got the Golden Knights with 98 points, the Kings with 96, Minnesota with 95, the Avalanche with 94. Nathan McKinnon is so damn good. Um, the Edmonton Oilers and then the Dallas Stars there at 92 points um, as the Golden Knights coming into tonight's action. 46-21-6 and six on the year with the 98 points. Meanwhile, <laughs> over in the East, you got not one, not two, but three teams and it looks like you'll probably get another two to get to 100 points on the year because you got the Boston Bruins right now. They've got 119 points on the season. They're 57, 12, and 5 on the year. Yeah, man, they cooking. <laughs> they done left everybody in their dust, although they are on a one-game losing streak. So um, okay, it, it might be turning. It might be turning for them. Check this out. Was it, Last thing on this. Their goal differential on the season, plus 117. That's right. That's right. Next closest is plus 53 for the Rangers. That's crazy. Plus 117 in goal differential. Led by what will be NHL Coach of the Year, former Dallas Star. Why are you doing that? Coach 
Jim Montgomery. Why would you do that? I mean, he had to go get himself together, though. Don't forget. He had to go get himself together. He was dealing with some stuff. He had to go get himself together. And he's gotten himself together in a mighty way. Uh, Rigo, that's how we kick off our headlines here on this Tuesday night. Congratulations are in order for 41 forever. Dirk Nowitzki is going to be a Naismith Basketball Hall of Famer. He will join Greg Popovich, Wayne Wade, Pal Gasol, Becky Hammond, and Tony Parker as members of the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2023. Sources tell ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski on this Tuesday night. Uh, so a star-studded class of 2023 going into the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame this year. Of course, Dirk Nowitzki, number six on the NBA's all-time scoring list with 31,550 points, the league's MVP back in 2007, and of course, NBA champion and finals MVP with your Dallas Mavericks in 2011. Yeah, Dirk Dirk is a fascinating case in like the history of, of the modern NBA and especially like the ways in which I guess the common viewpoint of things because Dirk Nowitzki um, was, was not given enough of his due in his time outside of this Metroplex mm-hmm. obviously in this Metroplex clearly and it even tons, took a while within the Metroplex tons of love but yeah. I mean the narrative coming in is you know when it comes to the Euros they were soft even though we had seen you know we seen Kukoc we seen uh, Sabonis or, or Betis you know Papa Sabonis we seen Ooh, some of them cats Arvidas come through. Boy. Bad man. Bad man, by the way. Um, DeMontis is starting to look like his daddy. And I do mean starting. Um, but besides the point, right? Dirk Nowitzki came in with some of those some of those things. And you want to talk about, like, some circumstances that put him in a place to be underappreciated. Like, obviously, the year that he wins the MVP where they get knocked out in the first round. It's never a fun thing, right? Like, that also allowed people to kind of have a little confirmation bias and be like, yeah, see? You know what I mean? You go back, you look at the analytics on this cat, monstrous. On top of that also, maybe I should say this a little quiet. Okay, do you remember how earlier in one of them seg breaks, I was talking about how, you know, winning is a deodorant at times for some of the things that uh, aren't always good? Talk about the biggest, tallest stick of Old Spice <laughs> that you could have. I mean, my goodness. The way that this team was built for years upon years yes. upon years, and they managed to consistently be some level of interesting because of one dude from Wurzburg, Germany, Dirk Nowitzki. Like, he really did. And I don't think in those times, it was like, yo, Dirk can't get things done, and Dirk can't, you know, nobody want to play with Dirk. Dog. You looked up it when he when it was over, and if you look back with you know that level of uh, vision, you go, oh wow, no no no, oh it makes it makes a lot more sense. This dude was really him. This is why I am so passionate when it comes to Luka Doncic and this franchise because I do not want what happened to Dirk to happen to this young man. Yeah, nobody does because and- all the things that Dirk had to go through. To even get to that championship, even the loss in 06 to Miami, and then five years later coming back from all of that, 
to being able to still win a championship. Luca, I don't want to see have to go through any of that. And on top of that, and of course, I, I want to say this up front because I don't want anybody to misconstrue me. Um, this is no shade towards Luca. Um, not everybody's built like Dirk either. Correct. Dirk is uniquely built to have been able to handle that, even though I don't think he should have had to. But like the personality on that dude, all those things, right? He was built to have been able to shoulder the load of that tenure. Not everybody's built like that. Not everybody wants to be like that. Not everybody has the same values and, you know, perspectives as that dude. Not everybody's going to sit through that. And I don't, and again, that is not simply Luca. Yeah. I'm talking about there is a lot of folks that are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, that's not how, that's not how it works for me. And you think about what Dirk ended that year in that historic finals run. I mean, you ended the Phil Jackson era in Los Angeles for good. And then you go and beat along with Kidd and Tyson Chandler, you know, Jason Terry, among others. The the ethos and the mystique that was the rebranded Miami Heat with LeBron and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and what we thought was on the precipice of a dynasty for years Dirk was like actually no nah. <laughs> not yet at least not this year of course Miami won two titles in the next three years but my point being what Dirk in that group did that year is nothing short of phenomenal uh, so congratulations to Dirk Nowitzki he is headed to the basketball hall of fame the class of 2023 will be enshrined on August 12th. I can't spring. believe you, you missed a part of the myth of that 2011 championship. Dog. Well, go through the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, yeah. the budding yeah. champions. Yeah. yeah. Like the, uh, the the budding MVP team. Because yeah. all three With of them Harden, cats. Westbrook, and Durant. Yeah. Away, you know, like, yeah. That was a fascinating young squad that they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, not yet. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> you want to talk about the Stave Moth Dynasty Championship. He's like, no, I'm going to put this whole Durant-Westbrook-Harden thing on hold. I'm going to put this LeBron-Wade-Bosch thing on hold. I'm going to go get me one of these before, you know, I'm going to end the Kobe, you know, Shaq, or excuse me, Kobe, uh, and then you put, Phil you, Jackson you era. You put that 2011 championship, you look at it in the landscape of championships over the over like the decade, decade and a half span that it sits in the middle of. It's I think it only stands next to 2004 Pistons. In its uniqueness. Because, like, all around that, you can look at teams with multiple dudes at, like, the highest level where you can say, yo, he, well, they, they stand as the stars. Yeah. I mean, Carl Malone and Gary Payton were on the tail end. The very, They were in the, the very twilights of their careers. They were holding off for dear life. I'm not talking about that season. I mean, like, yeah. champion, like you talk about the champions as they go along. Yeah. Because you talk about those Lakers teams on the two-peat, uh, on the re- back-to-back. And yeah, you could say maybe Luke, uh, or sorry, uh, you, maybe you say Kobe was the only star. And I respond, you are undervaluing Pal Gasol and so much. Disrespecting who is a Hall of Famer in this class. Right. <laughs> Pal Gasol. You look at those two. Yeah. Uh, you go back further than that. Obviously, you got the Celtics. Um, and then you go back further than that. We also already mentioned the Pistons, right? 
you look at the other way, right? You start talking about the Heat have those two, the Spurs come back through, and of course the Spurs have some in, in there. But we understand like the, the build that is the Spurs all the way around. Also, uh, when the Spurs win in 14, we did not truly understand what Ky- uh, Kawhi Leonard actually was. Mm. <laughs> and you look back and you're like, True. oh, okay, yeah, 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 that was a whole, whole bunch different. And then you get the Warriors pop up, right? Like, you look at the way that the, the, it, nothing compares to, like, that singular Dirk is here with a whole bunch of dudes who, like, at their primes were monsters, but are, like, really at this point just kind of grizzled veterans standing around and holding up the arms of Dirk Nowitzki. Like, that really, again, rivaling only the 2004 Pistons, or rivaled by only the 2004 Pistons, as, like, a unique wildly unique championship in this landscape. And I think that also adds to the legacy of Dirk Nowitzki. That's right, 817. Yeah, the uh, Mavericks are not picked or favored in any of the series <laughs> by ESPN experts. Um, I think that's why we celebrate Giannis's championship as much as we do, because in a lot of ways it invoked what Dirk Nowitzki did with his group back in 2011 uh, in winning that championship. So, again, congratulations to Dirk. Headed to the Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2023 again in Triumph. It will be in Springfield, Massachusetts on August 12th, later on this summer. KG, your word of the night! Oh, you see that look? You see that second look that he had? <laughs> the suspense is killing me. Recapitulation. Hey! There he is. Ooh. Yeah, I had to take a quick yeah, pause yeah, we, for that one. Yeah, we, we turn it, we turn up the turn up the heat. I see. I'm, look, man, we throwing fastballs now. <laughs> a la Jacob Degrom. That's right. Uh, other quick headlines, real quick. Um, shout out to uh, Brittany Renner's baby daddy tonight. You keep doing this. <laughs> you messy. You know that you messy. Oh man, because he went out. Uh, I'm referring to PJ Washington, by the way, boys and girls. He and the Charlotte Hornets are currently wreaking havoc on the West. That's because they got a 137-134 win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. P.J. Washington dropped 43 points tonight for the for the still, Hornets. Still riding the high of beating the mess out of the Mavs. Ruben is punching air right now, I guarantee you. He should be. Because <laughs> they gave up 44 points in the fourth quarter. That team, went, that team not like trying to win for real, for real. I'm just imagining what if, you know, Charlotte was actually healthy, you know, for a good portion of this year. They actually would have been decent. If, you know, Ball had been healthy and Rozier. Yeah, like, they actually would have been decent. Yeah, they would have been where the Hornets typically are. And about, like, <laughs> eight. I say that to say because in some ways it helped the Mavericks and it really didn't help the Mavericks because, yes, the Oklahoma City Thunder lost – and yes, that means they have a 37 and 39 record, the same as the Dallas Mavericks. But Thunder hold the tiebreak because you remember that one time when the Mavericks had a 16 point lead. Why are you bring up old stuff in the fourth quarter at home against the Oklahoma City Thunder? And that one time when they blew that lead and lost to the Thunder at the AAC. Yeah, that game is looming large because right now, guess who has the tiebreaker? All right, you know what? We'll talk about basketball here in a second anyways. Just saying. You jerk. <laughs> you can thank the Mavericks for that. Um, but the Oklahoma City Thunder remain in the 10 spot by virtue of the fact that they do hold the tiebreaker. Uh, finally here, shout out to the NFL and their what? Thursday night flex proposal. Uh-huh. 
kind of. Uh, while NFL teams opted not to vote on a rule that would allow games to be flexed into Thursday night kickoff, clubs agreed Tuesday to modify the existing rule and allow teams to play a maximum of two short week games. That means that while some teams could play two Thursday night games, others would not have any back-to-back Thursday night games such as Thanksgiving, uh, such as a Thanksgiving Day game followed by a Thursday night game the next week would only count as one short week game. So some teams could wind up playing three, three Thursday night games. Yeah, because as long as you still have seven days, it is not a short week for them. Hey, I got a good idea. You Which ready mean, for this? You know what that means? The Cowboys playing on Thursday three times. Yes. Yes. Maybe not this year. But soon. Some, yes. Soon. Hey, I got an idea for the boys and girls out there in the NFL. What's that? Hey, let's get rid of Thursday night games. How about that? And get rid of this money? Are you crazy? They're bad anyways. There's Horrendous matchups. Yeah. You know what's great? Horrible products. My money. What are you talking this about? This moolah. And this is the thing. You talking you about know, horrendous product. Thursday night games are awful. Hey, dog, y'all junkies. And nobody, oh, yeah, nobody huh. cares. Yeah. Well, you want to know how much of a junkie we are when it comes to football? You ready for this? This is going to make Reggie. This is going to make him so upset. Uh-oh. You ready for this? No, I'm not, apparently. No, you, you're you going to be really okay. upset when you hear this. Right. Um, Shout out to the, uh, the XFL. Because the XFL this weekend... Had a game. Mm-hmm. The Sea Dragons, the Seattle Sea Dragons. You just always gonna keep talking bad about this man, ain't you? Bendinucci. Bendinucci. Their matchup, the most watched XFL game of the week, was the Seattle Sea Dragons taking on the Guardians mm-hmm. of Orlando. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The average viewing for that game, one point one million people. Fantastic. What, in like Orlando or? No. The game averaged 1.1 million viewers. That's a joke because I don't even think there's 1.1 million people in Orlando. (laughs) Why are you doing the city of Orlando like that? I don't know why he. It's not that big. I don't know why he's hating. All right, now I'm going to go. We're going to get the facts on you. (laughs) I tried to tell you people going to watch this football, man. What, you think 1.1 million is a lot for the whole for the XFL? Are you kidding me? Okay, that's a ton. See, so you you just grading them on a terrible scale here? No, that's exceeding. That's well exceeding expectations. In fact, they outdrew the NHL Saturday Night Primetime game and drew nearly four times as many as the MLS on Saturday afternoon on Fox. Oh, okay. So you got XFL games outdrawing NHL games. Okay. Look. Y'all addicted to football. Uh, Orlando has a population of 309,000 people. Just saying. That's why I said it was just factual. By the way, Sunday, San Antonio. um, Brahmas? Brahmas and Arlington Renegades game on ABC did 753,000. Very good. I'm glad y'all are having fun watching XFL football. (laughs) What? What are you laughing at? It's look, man. I didn't make no jokes. That was just a statement. Why are you laughing? Because I know how you really feel about the XFL and watch people watching it. Would you care to share? I don't think it's good football, and I think you should have higher standards. That being the case, if you want to watch it, more power to you. 
um, from the A one seven. Just put the games after bye weeks. Oh, they're talking about the Thursday night game. That makes sense to you? I don't know. Just put the games on after bye. First weeks. of all, I understand that there's so many more like things involved when it comes to scheduling. All right, like so. Look, it's I am I imagine it's not as easy as we try to make it. That being the case, that being said, um. I have no idea what they and it's not like they care about these dudes' bodies. I don't care. They're like you better get out here and play this football. <laughs> oh, sorry to the four six nine. I got sunburnt at the uh, Renegade game. They said. Well, I'm, I hope you had a good time at the Renegades yeah, game. Hope you and enjoyed yourself. Next time, let's let's get a little bit higher SPF. You know what I mean? Hmm. Bring the aloe vera. No, no, no. Aloe vera is for the after. Make sure you oh, get well, yeah. some, get some get some yeah, sunblock. Yeah, you gotta get that sunblock. Yeah, 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 get some sunscreen. Yeah, block that sun first, and then. Uh, and we're, let's get a hat, big hat, you know what I mean, with the brim. <laughs> Maybe a floppy hat. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, but, yeah, 1.1 million viewers watching XFL games. Excellent. Shout out to the XFL, Danny Garcia and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. By the way, WrestleMania this weekend. The thing that I don't get about the XFL, mm-hmm. they have some they have some paltry numbers a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So if there's just anything of like any level of substance going up against it, it just fall fall off a cliff. And then when there's nothing going on, people are like, I guess I'll watch the Mexico. Is that what's happening here? No, I think there is some actual, you know, traction being gained by. by yeah, but by. after the first two weeks, the viewership fell off of the table. It did. Coinciding with like the tournament. But the tournament was happening this weekend. Yeah, but. What you mean? It was the biggest games of the tournament so far. I guess that's fair. I don't know, man. Embrace it, Rez. Just embrace the fact that people watching the XFL. No, but like I would say, okay, if there was a steady build, but you had the start and then it fell off a cliff and you have a bounce. And so I am inclined to obviously we're going to wait and find out what's happening further. Mm. I'm just like, yo, what is causing that? Like this is just general curiosity. I'm not really in a place to dunk on nobody on this because, again, it really doesn't have very high stakes. If y'all want to watch football. Go ahead and do that. <laughs> Coming up next here on the Get Right with KG on 105 through the fan. Let's go around the NBA. We do it for the NFL. Let's just talk about some of this other stuff, like Ben Simmons. Still not playing basketball, which isn't news, but mm. we'll do it. We'll discuss it anyways next. Back here on the Get Right, Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Little Mark Morrison. I was close. I was close to letting that. Every time the song plays, I I have a moment with myself where I'm like, "Are you gonna do the? Are you gonna do the, the woe?" And in that instance, I was close. I was close. Let that marinate for a second there. Rico, what you know about this? What do I know about this? <laughs> If that was that was a very you thirty six that's right moment that's right that is that is a very like old black uncle thing to say it is what you know about that what you know about that y'all know nothing about that y'all know nothing about that at all what yeah. you know about that what y'all back what in y'all, my y'all, day what y'all young kids know about that <laughs> actually truckwreck.com text line eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three what's what's something that like your uncle or your dad would say mm-hmm. something like to the effect of y'all know nothing about that. You ain't got no sense. What you what, what you know about that? The music was better in my day. 
That's a real old man saying right there. Back in my day, ain't nothing old, nothing more old man than back in my day. Or you know what we used to do? Like those two phrases right there. You know what we used to do in back in my day? Nothing but old man stuff right there. Who is getting old watching these Mavericks playing right now these days? Not going to lie to you. Uh, but there are other things happening in and around the association because um, much like how the Masters is, is a tradition unlike any other, the Blazers shutting down Damian Lillard is the same uh, yeah. in the NBA every year, it seems like now. Is that right? Yeah, it seems like uh, Damian Lillard, they're discussing. Do we know they're officially going to shut him down? Chris Haynes reported earlier today it's done. So he is not going to play for the end of the season. Man. Yeah, it's done. And you know what's funny is that him in this place, we, we've started getting the hemming and hawing. Obviously, he he's, he's made it clear he wants to play for the Blazers. He wants to remain. He might be there. But, I mean, he also has made it clear he does not want to, you know, he, he would not like to be there for rebuild. And people are starting to have these questions again. Hey, Dame, blink twice if you need to get out. You know what I mean? Like, people are starting to sniff around Dame and, do you feel like he needs to actually make that move now? It's It's been – what did I say earlier this season? I said the Blazers need to make the decision for him. Dame is not going to remove himself from Portland. They need to make the decision. They need to blow the thing up. Do you feel like the Blazers kind of like the Mavs in some ways? No, because I think they'll actually have the guts to do it. Well, I mean, not in the, like, yo, we got to get him out of here, but, like, you are stuck in this place where you probably need some level of rebuild, retool. Well, I think— But in order to appease the star that you have? Yeah, I think it's different with Portland because Dame is much more further in his Sure, sure, sure. But, like, that basic idea of being stuck in some level of purgatory because— you want to do right by this this player that you have, so you want to keep trying to put this team together, but you probably don't have all the avenues to do that properly while you're trying to do some level of contending. Uh, in, in some ways, yeah, but I mean, Luke has been to as many Western Conference Finals in his first five years, and Dame has been what in his entire career? One. I think it's only been one West Final that that's correct places it went to. Yeah, so. Yeah, they've tried this for several years. It's it's much like how Utah finally made the decision after last year. All right, finally somebody put us out of our misery. Thank you, Jalen Brunson. And let's just time to you know to end this with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And they finally turned the page on that. Da- Damian Lillard and the Blazers have needed to do this at least for me for at minimum two years that this has needed to happen. All right, so there's three players that I can think of that are returning from an excessive leave from their teams. LeBron James just recently came back for the Lakers, um, and he's got a very interesting situation going on with his foot where apparently he had, well, he he wanted to let us know he still needs surgery on his foot. It was a different thing than we thought it was prior and that that thing is going to have to be taken care of in the offseason by who he terms as the LeBron James of uh, surgeons, of foot surgeons. All right. Which is a very LeBron James's corny thing to do, as we know he is. In a location that we don't know anywhere about. That's right. Um, so LeBron is back for the Lakers. KD is <laughs> And they probably to- lost to Chicago. Sure. That is that is <laughs> that is true. Patrick Beverly, Chicago Bulls, mind you. Um, Kevin Durant will is supposed to make his home debut for the Suns on Wednesday. Tomorrow. Against the Timberwolves. Yeah, against the Timberwolves. Well, so he should be, be returning. And Andrew Wiggins. 
the Warriors are hopeful that he will return this season. Which return do you find to be the most interesting for you, KG? You're going to be mad when I say it. Who? Andrew Wiggins. Because we don't know why he's been gone this whole time. But this is the thing. You think we're going to get an answer when he comes back? Maybe not to the level that we want. And for those who don't know, yeah. uh, Andrew Wiggins basically took a leave of absence. Seemed to be something level of like personal. The quietest leave of absence I've ever seen. Quote, a family matter. Mm -hmm. And that was all we got. And like, I think we've gotten better as like a sports watching society of not like pushing on these things. And he's just been gone for 20 games. And so, and it's not like, it's not an injury. It's just like family matter. Well, we saw what his presence did last year for the Golden State Warriors. Imagine having the ability to be the fourth option as a former number one overall pick on and the pay team. pay 30 million a year. And what he was able to do and help the Warriors win a title, his return is fast. I mean, we've been knowing about KD, you know, dealing with the ankle injury, LeBron with the foot injury, that kind of thing. But Wiggins and his return, I think, is very fascinating given all the different things he can do, especially on defense for a Golden State team that doesn't play a lot of it. So, yeah, Wiggins would be my most interesting one. Interesting, because, I mean, a lot of people would think the better players are LeBron, especially with the Lakers, and trying to figure out how to play with a basically entirely new team. Yeah. KD and what, like, if the Suns can kind of put themselves together and figuring out how they defend, what the roles are offensively, maybe go get a run. Yeah, because Wiggins is going to take pressure off of Clay though. Yeah. Because now Clay doesn't have to give – Nearly as much on the defensive end. At least he doesn't have to defend the best perimeter player. Correct. Yes. Uh, Nick Friedel, ESPN, lets us know that the Brooklyn Nets are shutting down guard Ben Simmons for the rest of the season. Quote, Ben will not be joining us the rest of the year and through the playoffs, Jacques Vaughn said, after consulting with the doctors, multiple specialists, he's just going to begin a rehab program. The doctors and specialists feel and think he'll have a full recovery. So that starts now. Simmons hasn't played since the Nets' final game before the All-Star break with an issue with a nerve in his back. So even more games that Ben Simmons is not playing. I, I, My heart breaks, in a lot of ways, breaks for Ben Simmons, but in a lot of ways it doesn't because this has been one setback after another for him. And I don't know if his body just does not allow him to play the game that he needs to play or otherwise, but... What a colossal waste of, I mean, a lot of God-given ability to play the game. And I, I don't know where the the Nets go from here with him. I just hope he gets healthy and gets, you know, not just physically but mentally gets where he needs to. Yeah, that's the crazy thing be. about Simmons is that there's multiple, there's multiple layers to this, man. So, like, there's obviously the physical aspect, which – uh, does this KG? You think this fits in the uh, category of trick back? Is this the first back problem? This this is not the first of back problems that he's had. But it is, is a nerve in his back. And look, I, ner- nerve issues. Yeah, that scares the hell out of me. Are ones that I just I don't know exactly how that necessarily goes. Understanding that I am no nobody's doctor, right? Yeah. Um, but you got that, right? The trick back, as I'm going to call it at this point, mm-hmm. um, with the nerve. And then you also have when he is playing. And maybe you can say, like, the back issues that maybe seem to have been long-term for him have made it so that he was not wanting to go and initiate contact and not go into the paint, and that would hurt the way that he played. 
Um, but you also have the issues with him on the court mentally with his decision-making as it pertains to trying to score the basketball, his willingness to try and score the basketball, both interior and also shooting. Yeah. And I'm like, are these things correlated? Is there like a causal relationship here? Or is that a whole nother issue that you have to overcome as well? And you go, you just take this dude who is like a star level player. And if he comes back and that's an if at this point, um, he is not, he is probably like a role lever player. And I'm not even sure that he is that right now, because again, he's dealing with a nerve problem in his back. Yeah, that's tricky. And you don't know what to do with that and how that gets managed going forward. And the Nets, I, I know Sean Marks has to go to sleep at night thinking, what the hell, man? Like, I thought I had it all between Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. And not only do I not have any of those dudes around, the one dude I even brought in here in Ben Simmons, no. Sean Marks down bad right now. You know what's funny? Maybe just maybe that could work could have worked out if there was not a global pandemic. Because the reason why Kyrie misses all them games is not actually injury. It's COVID-related stuff. That's true. And then that's the stuff that gets James Harden to a place where he's like, yo, I'm just sick of this dude not being here. Yeah. And then he leaves, and then that shakes this whole thing down, right? Um, and there's a possibility that that doesn't work anyways. Uh, real quick before we move it along, Wizards guard uh, Brad Beal was under police investigation after a post-game incident with a fan in Orlando. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently the fan, uh, after the, the uh, Wizards lost, a 122-112 loss to Orlando, which is funny, Wizards, Magic, mm. um, at the Amway Center in Orlando. Beal and the Wizards were exiting the court, and a, um, a fan yelled, you made me lose $1,300, you bleep. Uh, Beal, according to the report, turned around, walked toward a friend of the man who made the comment and swatted his right hand toward him, knocking that man's hat off and contacting the left side of his head. And now that it's gone into a police level thing. The thing that I found interesting about this, hey man, when it comes to this like relationship that sports have with betting, that is a sober person. Like we talk about athlete or sorry, yeah. fans that start kind of mouthing all uh-huh. the times and we're like, hey, yeah, too much to drink. That is an entirely sober person just motivated by, like, the betting portion of it. Could we have a problem here in sports? Uh, Public service announcement, boys and girls. Mm -hmm. Athletes, NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or otherwise, do not give a single solitary damn about your parlay or your betting odds and what you placed on them to do or not do on that particular night. So it should serve you best not to come at them about what money you lost because you decided to gamble little Johnny's college fund away that night. Because this could be the result. Yeah, they still going to slide in. They're still going to add them or slide in the DMs and be like, you owe me $1,000. That's that's the unhealthy relationship that patrons and fans and gamblers have with sports is that, that they have some kind of right or privilege to get at athletes for the money that they lost because theoretically because of them. That's not how this works, man. It's not how this works. These athletes don't care about your parlay. Leave them alone. Anyway, leave them alone. It's around the NBA. They press charges against him for this. I am. 
I did not necessarily see how the police got involved, but the police are investigating. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's the final call next on the Get Right. Final time here on the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yep. Rigo Mendoza, really appreciate his hard work on this Tuesday evening. Also want to thank our guests who joined us via the Diamond Factory Hotline. Kyle Yeomans of DallasCowboys.com and host of the Draft Show. Nick Engstadt of Locked on Mavericks. And Clarence Hill Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram live from the league meetings in Arizona. All those gentlemen joining us. The via the Diamond Factory Hotline. Really appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. If you miss anything during our four-hour program, make sure you hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app, or you can get to the Get Right podcast page on 105throughthefan.com where you can listen to any episode anytime on demand. We will be back tomorrow night. Uh, Chris Arnold will be in with me as uh, Reg can go visit his family, go spend some time, hang out. And uh, he'll be back with me on Thursday as we get you, um, as we recap, actually, uh, the Rangers' first game of the 2023 Major League Baseball campaign. Yeah, this will be real interesting because uh, this will be the first time that we get an opportunity to see just how long these games take That's right. on the radio. Yeah. Start yeah. to finish. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see that. Also, one thing that we realize that we have not gotten a chance to uh, see in real time, how the, the rule change on challenges on review mm. works because obviously review is not something that is done in spring training, but there actually are some rule changes when it comes to review that I'm interested to see if they take hold. We'll talk about those as well. Probably Thursday. Um, can I, can I get this off real quick? Yeah. Um, as we enter the final call here before we get out of here. If you live in Arlington, Godspeed for you uh, this weekend as uh, traffic, at least around the Randall mill area yeah is going to be tough six flags drive six out flags there. All, all that area right there because uh obviously rangers home opener thursday thursday afternoon, afternoon gonna be a big deal a lot of people in the area great for local you know businesses when mm-hmm. it comes to restaurants and stuff then after that taylor swift will be descending upon arlington not for not one not two but three nights friday saturday and sunday sold out venue so you're gonna have Four big time events on four straight days in Arlington. Godspeed to you with the traffic. And then also, I imagine 30 will be a little bit of an issue as well. I mean, that includes the other two games in Arlington for the Rangers. Yeah, the the Saturday and Sunday game. Saturday and Sunday game, which on Sunday is a a Sunday night game um, when they take on the Phillies. Taylor Swift sold out three consecutive shows at AT AT&T Stadium. Yep, 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 yep. You saw the way that people were clamoring for them tickets when they came on. Man, that is nasty. Man alive. Yeah, yeah. I did see a TikTok earlier this week. I don't know why. I thank you. Mm-hmm. I, um, on my for you page, for some reason Taylor Swift keeps popping up on my for you page. Don't know why. Because you keep looking at that Livy. Mm. I don't know. Because mm. we'll, we'll you be on that phone no, all the no, time. We'll, we'll mm. figure. It, well, we'll figure it out. Uh, I'll, I'll try to figure it out. Anyways, not the point. Point Ain't is, got no is, good sense. Look um, at you. <laughs> Apparently, people are start to line up for this Taylor Swift concert at like 
6 a.m. or something like that, like the night before or something. Like it's just oh, something no. crazy. Oh no! no the Swifties wild. don't play, man. Swifties don't play. Jess yeah. Navarez, who was in studio with us, she's a Swifty. Yeah, I think she. I saw that she painted all her nails. <laughs> yes, all of the, album, the album covers. I was like, okay, yes. all right. Yeah, she's 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 about it. It's good to have passion in life, I guess. Uh, for the two one four. XFL plays on Friday night in Arlington as well. There you go. Oh, that wow, will, that's right. That will add to the traffic. Congratulations. So we got Rangers baseball, Arlington Renegades football, Taylor Swift selling out three straight shows at AT&T Stadium. Like on Dios if you're driving around in parts. Not Good to mention, be here. you got the women's final four at in the Dallas. AAC. Yeah. This weekend as well. Championship games on Sunday. Hey, man, DFW popping. Metroplex the place to be, man. One more thing. Sweetie has a free concert on Saturday or Sunday. Sweetie? Wait, yeah. what? Here? I think so. I saw it on a billboard. Where? Uh, around there for the Final Four. Oh. Oh, I swore oh I is that the performer for? They have an event? Oh, is, was that the TV t- game the, later? The TV game <laughs> performer? Because the men got Meg the Stallion. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> what a time to be in Houston. What a time. Um, oh, that is in Houston. Oh, damn. Damn. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, okay, let me let me do this PSA because uh-huh, this is actually uh-huh. like this is for the people. Uh-huh. Um, if you have if you have T-Mobile or Metro by T-Mobile as your phone provider, I got something for you. They do T-Mobile does this thing called T-Mobile Tuesdays where they try and give their subscribers uh, stuff. And they have a particular app for it. And this Tuesday, and I believe as this week goes along, your opportunity is to claim an MLB.TV subscription for a year for free. So if you have the opportunity, go and get your T-Mobile Tuesday app and go get your free year of MLB.TV if you are a baseball fan. So you can watch this baseball, man. Like That's a great a great get if you, you know what I mean, a year's worth of any level of uh, league subscription at this point. If you can get it, take it. So, little heads up to you, T-Mobile subscribers. I like it. I also like the fact that uh, Rigo, Tom Pelissero decided to dunk on Ian Rappaport for no good reason. Rarely do you get a top-notch free agent just strolling on through the lobby Big-time receiver. Some of us are small-time insiders who are standing on a box to look the same height as the other guys, Steve. Hey, yo. Step down for a second, Ian. Uh, No, I'm good. It was, a, I'm it was not going so well until it took a turn there. Rarely do. You- yep. Tom Pelissero dunking on Ian Rappaport. Wanted to play that clip to, you know, make Reg happy because, you know, he loves Ian Rappaport on this program. I actually don't really have issues with Ian Rappaport. I'm just surprised that he be his voice be here all the time. Now, that being said, right? <laughs> that being said, do they not like each other? They have, they very much have a good relationship. Okay, I was going to say, oh, like, because so, it's hard to tell. And sometimes we just be assuming, hey, man, they work together. They probably cool. And sometimes it's like, you all know, there's somebody at your job that you can't stand. And you sometimes some people, when they can't stand somebody, they are like Brian Broaddus and they will tell them to their face, I can't stand <laughs> you. And some people, smile in your face. And I was like, oh, is this a smile in your face situation? <laughs> we will find out, I guess. Rigo Mendoza, my partner, Reginald Atatula. My name is Kevin Gray. This has been The Get Right with Reggie KG on 105 through the fan. Y'all be good. We'll talk to you later. Be easy. Peace. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.